0: from depression to diabetes to obesity and addictions. Our medical problems are climbing and are now at epidemic rates. This is why I started this podcast, Your Health Transformed, to educate you, to teach you so we can all learn how to combat these increasing medical problems and live well again and become transformed. I am your host, Dr. Franchelle Hamilton, bariatric surgeon, and have seen these medical problems and treated them firsthand. I am now on a journey to help transform health, not just band-aid it. So thank you for listening and going on this journey with me and all of my guests on Your Health Transformed. Hi, I'm Dr. Franchelle Hamilton, and you are on Your Health Transformed. I am so excited for our guest today, Katrina Foe. She is founder of Nutritional Pilates. She's a functional medicine nutritionist. She um, is a certified Pilates instructor. She has her own journey with breast cancer that... She put in remission, um, all natural. There's so many things that she does. So I won't continue to go on and on and and boast about her. I'm really excited that she was able to join the show, show. Welcome, Katrina.
1: Oh, thank you. I'm so glad to be here.
0: And so thank you for coming. I mean, I specifically wanted to talk today um, about exercise and how exercising smarter, not harder or longer which is one of the things that you kind of specialize in and so we'll kind of see where it goes because like I said there's so many things that I could talk to you about, but we'll focus on that because it's now end of January going into February and we are at the time where most people start at New Year's resolutions you know. January 1, and they're kind of starting to wane. And a lot of those New Year's resolutions have to do with exercise. And so for whatever reason, most people do the gym thing, because that's, you know, I guess what commercialized they feel like they need to do. And about this time, they're just like, I'm done with going to the gym. And so you focus with your clients, um, exercise, but it can be fun. And so give me some, let's start off with some benefits. I mean, I already know them, but let's hear it from you. What are some of the benefits of people to exercise? Why should they do it and stick with it?
1: Yeah. Well, honestly, the biggest thing with exercise is to help get the blood sugar down, help calm the inflammation down, which if you, if you are picking the wrong types of exercise, it will actually do the opposite, Mm -hmm. um, which is what can be super frustrating when people have been doing all the right stuff that they're told to do. And then like, it's not really moving the scale. Things still feel crappy inside. And they're like, what did I do wrong? So, you know, if people have a blood sugar dysregulation issue, which doesn't necessarily mean you feel bad and have those, you know, hypoglycemic issues feeling wise, they're actually going to be stressing their body out. And, you know, in terms of weight loss, when you have carbs going in and you have, you know, the blood sugar dysregulation, your insulin is going to be high. And Mm -hmm. this kind of pissed me off when I first learned about it, but not only does insulin tell your body to put the blood sugar in storage, but it's also telling the rest of your body, do not let anything out of storage. Yeah. Yeah. If you think about it, it's like, oh my goodness. Okay. They tell you to eat several times a day, night, heart healthy grains and all this stuff. And it's like, Literally, if I was going to try to create a recipe, a diet to gain weight, that's what I would tell people. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned that. I, I always say like insulin is such a huge regulator of weight, of how you feel, of inflammation. And I, I could probably do and need to do like a separate type of talk or podcast on that. I think people only think of diabetes and they're like, oh, well, I don't have that. But that's, that's not, you know, by the time you get to diabetes, it's uncontrolled at that point, believe it or not, we're having to give you insulin in some cases, which is not good. Um, We want your natural insulin to work the way it should, but it, it, it tells the body a lot of things. Insulin is an anabolic hormone, which means it likes to store, it likes to build. And so when that's all out of whack, you just hold on to weight. You have inflammation, you have all these things that go on in your body. So I'm, I'm glad you actually mentioned on that. That could be like a totally different talk. So you're it's saying, it's a huge, thing.
1: It's yeah. a huge thing. I have a book coming out in about a month-ish, uh-huh. depending on when this airs. And I'm talking about the low insulin diet, because, you know, I don't want people to just focus on the carbs. The carbs are yeah. important, but it's, it's about the insulin and that's Correct. what's driving everything. So you know, not just to give it a new name for fun, but to really keep your eye on the prize of why we're doing a different kind of a diet. That's a yeah. big one when you're talking about exercising. Yeah, um, I agree. The other thing that I really love to dive into that's also in my book is when you're exercising, looking at like, what does your body really need? Instead of like, let's just check off the yeah, calories. I did my cardio, you know? So we take a very therapeutic kind of strategic approach um, approach to, we look at what muscles are imbalanced and then we focus on rectifying those imbalances. So this is yeah. kind of a no, this concept that's confusing sometimes. Yeah. I
0: was going to say, I actually want to talk about this because you did mention people work out, but they don't work out the right way. And so, yes, I definitely want to dive into that and then explain this muscle balance thing. Cause I don't, so a lot of people probably may not understand that.
1: Yeah. So I'm going to give it the real simplified version okay. and then we can dive in deeper. So every joint where they, your body bends has muscles on either side that create those movements. So, you know, I'm pointing to my elbow. You've got your biceps that bend the elbow. You've got your triceps that extend it. And if those opposing muscle groups are in balance, then the bones themselves will actually track properly creating less inflammation, less wear and tear on the joints, less ouchy, you know, th- th- that's what people care about. If mm-hmm. they're out of balance, you know, they subtly get off and over time, it's going to compound. So instead of, you know, picking exercise that, you know, Oh, I want my biceps to be pretty and big, or I want my triceps to be cut. It's really more about the balance of the muscles so that the joints are healthy mm-hmm. and long-term it is going to bode much better. The the secret side thing is that when you look for muscle balancing, usually things just look better all over. And so you kind of get what you wanted on the side.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's, that's a good point. So let's dive in. Some people, my patients mostly complain of knee pain and, and this is the, one of the reasons they say they can't work out or they don't work out is because they have knee pain. And so You're saying it one, it could be a balancing in the mus- muscles on either side that work the knee, because that's probably one of the most common. But then the other thing that you pointed out that I kind of want to reiterate is the inflammation. So when you have inflammation in a joint due to pain, acute injury, whatever the case, that can then turn into chronic inflammation. And then when it becomes chronic inflammation, this, you start to feel bad, like all of these other bells and whistles go off in your body. And then believe it or not, that can trigger other medical problems. So exactly. in speaking with exercise, dealing with any acute injuries or even accidental injuries by exercising the wrong way can turn into a much bigger thing in the event. This is not taken care of. So I just wanted to throw that in there real quick, yes. but let's talk about it is a huge thing. the person who has the knee pain and says, I can't work out. What do you yeah. do?
1: Yeah. The knee pain is a really good example because it is one of the most common excuses and derailing, you know, people want to do cardio and stuff. Most traditional exercise is standing up, which means knees are a big thing. Now I'll tell you a secret. Most of the time, it's not the knees. The knees are a really precarious joint and it's usually one joint up. Those hips are obnoxious and they, tend to just clamp down if there's any dysfunction in them. And it usually goes up a joint to the low back or down a joint to okay. the knee. so okay. when they got the knee or the back going on, I want to look at those hips and see okay. what's going on. Um and so that's what we really dive into is like, okay, are they not able to turn in? Are they not getting the hip extension or flexion? You know, where is that dysfunction going on? So don't just look at the knees. Yeah. Um good. Yeah. And I I love what you said about, you know, the inflammation, because when you have that inflammation that just keeps compounding, Mm -hmm. it spirals and you need all these other nutrients to kind of start to quench the inflammation. And then it's taking away from the other areas that need that quenching. And so, you know, a a knee problem doesn't seem like a big deal, but that tie into other diseases really, really huge. And I'm talking like cancers. Yeah, exactly. I mean, all the chronic
0: medical problems. Exactly. Exactly. And those aren't
1: sexy. We're going
0: to deal with that. Right. Exactly. So how do people know how to work out? Like say they haven't been able to work with you and they, their new year's resolution is I'm going to go, go exercise. What are some tips that you can give people who just they want to exercise, they don't know what to do or how to start.
1: Okay. So first off, I would just say all of your listeners, I am going to give a free copy of my new book too, the hard copy, not the stupid ebooks. Mm-hmm. So if you go to um, nutritionalpilates.com, you can there's a pop-up, you can give me your address that so I can send it in oh, there. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm I'm super passionate. I want people to get this information. So you can go through there and I talk about the top muscle imbalances and I give you some specific little mini exercises to kind of tease out. Is this something I'm dealing with? And then on the website, there's some actual exercises to work on it. But when you you know what the muscle imbalances are, then you have a better idea of um, the glasses to look through of whether this exercise is going to be helpful or not. And, and that's what you wanna do. I, ideally, um, you know, a really nicely well-trained Pilates instructor should be able to assess this. And I say that not as a snob, but a lot of times nowadays there's, there's quickie um, teacher trainings where they don't get as much depth, yeah. but that's what we do. That's what Pilates is all about. Um, and that's what we really dive into. And so what if somebody
0: does it have to be done with Pilates? Like can somebody, you know what I'm saying? What if somebody wants to do some other types of workout?
1: Um, Mm -hmm.
0: you know, how do they get how do they get this knowledge, I guess, so to speak?
1: Yeah, yeah. And and again, you can get it in the book. Getting this knowledge and then assessing yourself. Um, there are good personal trainers and stuff that can assess this, but looking for (laughs) here's what I tell people. Look at what you suck at. That's where the muscle imbalance is. So when we do exercise, any exercise, there's things where we know, like in our heart, I'm not good at that. And Mm -hmm. so, so when we go work ourselves out by ourselves, what do we want to do? not that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's yeah. not fun. I want to do all the things I'm good at. Cause then it makes me feel good about myself. Yeah. So if you practice what you suck at, you're actually going to be most of the time working on those muscle imbalances inadvertently.
0: Okay. Got it. And then the other thing I would ask is do people have to go and work out for an hour Um, let's talk about this (laughs) exercising harder, not longer and harder. So give me some examples or some ideas on how, because people, a lot of people don't like to work out, but working out can actually be fun. So how do you, what, what do we tell the audience as far as like exercising? It doesn't have to be like an hour long at the gym, lifting weights or running on a treadmill for an hour. Tell me
1: your thoughts on that. So I'm a very intentional person and just like whether it's running my business or, you know, directing my children's education, anything, I want to map out the goal. What is the goal? And then work backwards. So the goal isn't that you did an hour workout. That really doesn't affect anything. It's about what did you do in the hour? And an hour is really random and arbitrary. It's really more a matter of what works well for scheduling for things. Yeah. Um, So I agree. If you have, and you can identify like your top five muscle imbalances, maybe you do a few exercises for each, maybe it takes 20 minutes. Yeah. Maybe you want to get outside and like get some cardio by, you know, doing something fun. Um, if you don't have knee pain, if you, you know, if you have knee pain, there's such a huge world of things that you can do that don't even involve the knee. Mm -hmm. Um, if you're on a reformer in Pilates, like I have people regularly that have broken feet, broken this, you know, there, this is not working and we can completely work around it. Um, But for a normal, healthy individual, it absolutely does not need to be a certain amount of time. It's about what you're doing in that time. Yeah. And on that note, I'm going to go a little further.
0: Go ahead. No, go. I mean, I agree. I just, I just wanted, you know, them to hear it from, from an expert. No, go ahead. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: More is not better. And yeah, the same thing. I mean, we more inflammation and injury more, more, more. more. Yeah. And yeah. that's like, somehow that magically will be more virtuous and it's not, mm-hmm. um, a lot of us are really stressed. You know, this is post COVID. There's a lot yes. of stuff going on in the world. We're stressed and our adrenals are already shot. And if we start layering on extra excessive exercise, it's not helping. Yep. Um, there's a lot of conditions like you know, PCOS where people are then trying to go do CrossFit stuff and you're just driving the testosterone further. And this is not necessarily what your body needs. So it's about working smarter, not more time or difficulty or any of that kind of stuff. Doing quality repetitions is more effective. I'll tell you a secret. I actually, when we, when I work with clients, I I don't count the reps. (laughs) I do it on purpose because what I want to do is I want to watch and yeah. if you're working yourself out, you want to feel
0: yeah. what is
1: going on. And when you start to lose your form, then that's maybe it. Try to eke out one more. If you can really, if you got a little in you, but otherwise you're done now, I don't care if they're uneven on different sides. I want you to do perfect ones because as soon as you start practicing with bad form, you're making bad habits neuro, neuromuscularly, which yeah. is the opposite of what you want to do. Yeah. And then again, that starts that vicious cycle of
0: inflammation and injury and all that stuff. And then you keep doing it. It just compounds. And here you go with medical problems that you didn't have before you started working out. And now you blame the exercise. It's just like a cycle. So no, I 100% agree. That's good to know because that's almost opposite from sometimes with these Trainers do. And and I've been to a trainer in these gyms where they're like, push through, push through. You know what I'm saying? And it's like painful. And then you end up with injury and all this stuff when you come home. And, you know, that's actually working opposite of what you want to do. So I just want to reiterate if there is an exercise that you're doing with good form and then you start having poor form either because you're tired or whatever your muscles are, you just need to stop. Like, I don't care if you're with a personal trainer, don't try to like push through. That's like a common, just push through. Your muscles are, you know what I'm saying? They're tearing. If anything is what they are, they
1: could be tearing. They could be injuring. You know what I'm saying? So. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the whole point to me of exercise is to train our body to have good form and good muscle balance and if we're doing reps when we're too tired of like you know we're we're training bad habits and and it's working against us yeah it's not about burning calories calories mean nothing and it's absolutely going against us
0: okay let's talk about i just want to reiterate this it's not about burning calories because you know as a weight loss surgeon um specialist our old way of thinking was calories in calories out right oh you need to lose weight, just go go work out more, eat less calories or, you know what I'm saying? Clearly we know that's not necessarily the case. So a lot of people have, you know, these all these trackers and give me your take on um when they're working out, do they have to get to a certain calorie goal? Does does it help them with their weight loss? Just expand on that a little bit more.
1: Yeah, it it drives me crazy what you're saying um because there are still people out there saying Calories in has to equals calories out. And You're it's right. just, hmm, expletives. <laughs> um, it's just stupid. And we know yeah. every woman knows in their heart that that is not true. Yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> We know we've tried it. It doesn't work. Yeah. Um, so, and the trackers, I feel like they sometimes can make people a little OCD.
0: Yeah. Make worse like in the brain. It's That's like not. mind games in the <laughs> brain. I talk about oh, that all the time. So I'm glad you're on the same page. Yeah, me, I'm totally
1: on the same. Now I have an aura ring. You know, I use some Yeah, coffee. no, I mean I have
0: my Apple, but it's yeah. not for everybody,
1: right? Like well, I just, and there's a time and a place and a yeah. reason to do it and everything. Brett. Um when I work with clients, um, I will have them use chronometer. Um and I will have them do that for a while. And again, remember, I'm working mostly with cancer clients. So we're focusing on a therapeutic ketosis and we want to be very, very specific. Um, if somebody yeah, is just good. looking to lose weight, just looking to lose weight, like it's no big deal. Yeah, yeah. I want them to go mm-hmm. low carb, but they don't have to track, you know, they yeah, know correct. most of the time. If they really have no idea where the carbs are, it it can be a really helpful thing. Oh. Belt. Yeah. They have correct. more carbs than cucumbers. Okay. I agree. I agree. But I don't want them to live there. As soon as they can get off of that, I want them out of there because I don't want that mental game. I want yeah. food to be fun, to yeah, be nurturing I agree. and yummy. Um, It should be satiating where you feel good after you eat it. Yeah. And if it's not that, then we got to look at digestion. We got to look correct. at eating and quality yeah. and all that stuff. Correct.
0: I agree. I agree with that. And as far as like exercising, how do you feel about having to hit this 10,000, you know what I'm saying, steps? Yeah, I don't even pay attention to that. Yeah, okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I do not have any of my clients do that. I want them to move. And what the research is showing is that now it's more important to like get up out of your seat and just, you know, go to the bathroom, walk down the hall, do something, you know, every hour or something. So I I care more about that than like how many steps they did in a day -day or something. Because like you said, if they have... I mean, the, the, so many steps a day doesn't take into account the inflammation level or any injuries, or like, are you creating more dysfunction? It's just like random arbitrary. Correct. So for my clients, I would rather them make goals for themselves that have to do with what their body needs and then try to, you know, work on those in an appropriate way. That's not going to stress them and cause more inflammation. Yeah, I agree.
0: So most of your clients are in person. Do you do any virtual or training? Actually the opposite. Most of them are, are virtual. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Oh, so are they able to do Pilates with minimal, um, I don't know, like equipment and stuff or
1: yes. Um, you can, you can do Pilates with very little, a lot of my clients, um, what I'll do, um, is I will do an assessment over virtually, virtually, and then I will give them homework. So okay. with like a band or something, um, okay. you know, foam rollers, small balls, those kinds of things, um, depending on what's going on, there's specific exercises. I will, you know, and again, it's going to be like 15, 20 minutes because that's yeah. all that's needed. Yeah. Um, well, that's yeah. great. Yeah, that's great. And so I guess we'll um, wrap it up
0: in my question is in the patient's Or the clients that you're doing, it's like almost like very focused based on what they need and exercise. I just want to kind of sum up exercises don't necessarily have to be long, but they're very intentional, very goal oriented to what this person needs. And it's probably fun for most of the clients and they don't feel like you know, they, they, they less injury, less inflammation, which is what exercise is supposed to. You're supposed to feel better after exercising, you know right? what I'm mean? saying? <laughs> just by the way, throwing that in there.
1: <laughs> yeah. If you feel worse, it should be a sign that this is not good, but then we have like, no pain, no gain. I'm like, who made that yeah. up? Like, yeah. yeah. That through that the wall, all good. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So we'll do things like work with the feet, you know, work with the hands, grip strength depending on what the client's needing and where the issues and injuries are and where the imbalances are. It's very specific and targeted. And then as those balance imbalances get balanced, it'll shift and there'll be subtle nuances that will shift too. And with these
0: specific exercises, have you seen improvements in their medical conditions or insulin or adrenals or weights or all the stuff that they come for you with these specific types of exercises? Have you seen improvements in those things, too? Because you guys do all of that.
1: Yeah, so I have to say we kind of cheat, and we're doing a lot all the functional labs alongside it. Yeah, so the The Pilates is a piece. Yeah, but it's kind of a small piece, so it's kind of hard to tease out. Like, was it the mold remediation? Was it yeah, okay? The, the diet, you know, the key yeah, diet. Yeah, was so it combination the, and thing a holistic approach? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Okay, perfect.
1: Okay, but yeah, absolutely huge changes. Um, all sorts of. Crazy things reversing, which is super fun to see. Yeah.
0: Well, that's good to know. Well, thank you so much for enlightening us on how to exercise muscle imbalance, muscles and balances versus imbalances. That's the first time I heard of that. And then just to wrap it up, you can find her and her book, nutritionalpilates.com. We will put that in our link. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thank you. Thank you. It was wonderful.
0: I hope this message continued to empower you and inspire you to continue on your health transformation journey. Thank you for listening and please subscribe or download if you like what you're hearing. The goal is to continue to inform you and educate you as you transform on your healthcare journey and show you different paths to take in order to get you to your goal. Until next time, thank you.